Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's uh, Thursday, January 26th. It's a winter wonderland out there. Did you slide over from Covington this morning, Stephanie? I went pretty slow. Okay. So I didn't see any slide-offs or yeah. anything happening. No slide-offs. I, I heard a lot of people say on Facebook that yeah. it's pretty slick out there. Sounds so. like uh, the parking lot at church is uh, a sheet of ice. It sounds like it. That's right. Now, we're joined this week by our friends Chris Lawler and Miles Clark. And Chris, you said that there were a few uh, yeah. slide-offs, yeah, shall we say. I won't judge because i've only made it partially but uh it looks like folks forgot how to drive on the on the snow it was pretty icy out there yeah a lot of a lot of wrecks so steph i want to start by saying a huge thank you to the team at newhoff media they invited me to be a part of their christmas party and it was just a, a wonderful time i got to hang out with laura williams and her husband and eric westfall and his wife and just an incredible meal but a highlight that i think you would have really enjoyed is the general manager seamus He's a guitar guy, and huh. he led us in some uh, some uh, group singing, I guess you would call it, and it was just an all-around great night. So okay. I was honored to be a part of the Newhoff Media Christmas party. Well, I'm sorry, I missed it. Well, it's all good. Next year, we'll I'll dive have to plan in. plan for it, yeah. We'll dive in. So, <laughs> hey, guys, I want to dive right in, and Sunday was Sanctity of Human Life mm-hmm. Sunday, and um, for 50 years, there have been movements to focus on the issue of life since the Roe versus Wade decision came down on January 22nd, 1973. Of course, last summer, the Supreme Court overruled Roe versus Wade and sent the issues back to individual states. Um, I, I guess my question, I'll start with you, Chris, is Sanctity of Human Life Sunday still something that should be a thing you know we're going to take time the the first sunday in february and focus on that we're in a mission series right now throughout the entire church but what do you think did the overturning of roe change everything or not necessarily certainly the the overturning doesn't change everything it just simply takes it back to the states and the states can make those choices which i think is appropriate constitutionally uh it, it should it still be an issue that we discuss and and fight for is fundamentally if we believe that that the issue is children and and protecting them then the answer is yes and we've been going through it Catlin through the book of Genesis and it yeah. just lined up perfectly talking about the image of God that he created us mm-hmm. in his image and it's 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 a reminder that the image doesn't start after we're born right, right? but yeah. when we're conceived and yeah. and children are a gift from the Lord and so the issue is not in any way over yeah but it is certainly encouraging that that from a legislative standpoint in the culture, we can have the discussion again. Yeah, Miles, yeah. what do you think, bro? I, yeah, I, I think that uh, by by setting aside you know that particular Sunday or a Sunday that you're focusing on the sanctity of human life, um, it is it is a reminder from the church. Yeah, that we are going to stand on on that truth, mm-hmm. and and it very much is a truth. Now, we we didn't do anything as far as a message right. uh, a Sunday, but we coordinate generally our our uh, our baby dedication yeah. to that Sunday. Yeah. And, and and we really, you know, kind of uh I guess pride ourselves in the fact that we're not just tagging that on there, but it's right. it's something that we consistently do to note the blessing that mm-hmm. 
that that children you know truly are so mm-hmm. steph what do you think sanctity of human life sunday still a thing I think it is, but I think it, it goes way beyond just babies and children. I think you look at the elderly and yeah. uh, people with special needs. and Every um, life matters. That every life matters. Mm. And so, I I mean, I, I hope that we remember our elderly and in that, you know, on that day. But, I mean, not just that day, but all the mm. time. But yeah. That every life matters. And sometimes I think we take our elderly for granted mm. and... I don't know. We kind of ignore them sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm burdened that some Christians have determined that abortion is a political issue more mm. than it's a theological mm. issue. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a study that came out, and I was stunned by this study. But the study said that nearly half of Democrats in the country, random Democrats, mm want restrictions on abortions and more than two-thirds want to see a late-term abortion ban and man i say absolutely but you look at what just happened in the united states congress Mm -hmm. there are 211 elected democrats in congress and 210 of those refused to support a bill Mm -hmm. uh, to me that was just a bare minimum that if an abortion is botched and a baby is alive you have to give that baby medical care Mm -hmm. 210 said no wow that is just like a radical disconnect in my mind Absolutely. And so here's the question. I know there's people listening right now, and they're saying, Greg, you're heading down territory. I don't want you to go, because I love my Democratic Party, and I love my Jesus. You know, they're saying, I want to be a Democrat. I want to love Jesus. And they have every right to do that. What advice do you have for someone that is saying, I I don't agree with that. I I want, you know, a born alive baby to receive medical care. I want restrictions on abortion. Maybe they adopt the the President Bill Clinton philosophy of, you know, almost 30 years ago that abortion should be safe safe and legal and rare. Rare. Chris, what would you say to someone like that? I would say first and foremost, anytime you you attribute Christ to your name, Christian, to say, I love my whatever, and I love my Jesus. Well, let's let's understand what does it mean to love Jesus? It's right. to love what he loves and to love as he loves and to love the word as he mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And so um, Democrat and Republican won't, won't agree on everything, and not everything maybe across the aisle is theologically necessary that we agree on, but yeah. rather than saying that we have two equals, okay, I have my, my, re- my religion yeah. and I have my politics, mm-hmm. is to say I must and will – Think everything biblically. Okay. And really first. Biblical worldview. Yes. Filter it through. Have you thought about this biblically? And have the. And so I would challenge the conversation there. Let's start with scripture. Yeah. If you're going to claim Christ. Right. Right. Miles, what do you think, man? Well, I, actually, I could probably just say ditto. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and, and, you know, one other, I guess, part is um, the officials. The officials will never change until they listen to mm. the people, their, their constituents, That's their, right. their people, the, or the people. And and right now they're being driven by you know an agenda, mm. right? Right. And uh, and so you know, m- make sure you complain. Yeah. You know, if if, if yeah. you have that that biblical worldview that life is sacred, right? Then make sure that your elected officials know that. that that's where you stand. Yeah. yeah. Steph, how'd you do in civics class growing up? Government class was that like a strength for uh, I would say not. Stephanie? No, okay, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, did you hear our vice president 
on Sunday. She gave uh, remarks, and she went back to uh, you know our, our beginning, and she said, "Don't forget that as Americans, you know, we have certain unalienable rights: liberty and the pursuit of happiness." And she forgot she left a word. Out life. She left out life. Huh. So I don't know if that was just a slip uh-huh. or if that might have been intentional when mm-hmm. talking about abortion rights mm-hmm. that she uh, didn't That's interesting. throw that out, that you have life. Hey, Women's Care Clinic and Chris, mm-hmm. full disclosure, you, you have a, you know, an inside connection interest, there. Yeah. Yeah, but we had uh, Mariah and Casey mm-hmm. from the Women's Care Clinic on last mm-hmm. week. We're going to have them at Second Church right. uh, a week from Sunday awesome. on February 5. We're going to hear from them. But did you know that a study, a second study came out, and three in four Americans support the public funding of pro-life pregnancy centers. And I'm rarely stunned Mm. by polls. That is stunning to me. Mm. I don't know that there's many polls that three and four Americans agree on any issues, but the idea Mm -hmm. of public funding of a pro-life pregnancy Mm -hmm. center, I'll throw this out to any of you. What do you think about that? I would say, does it raise the question, then do they say, you do this, you do that, this is our money, you do this? Well, anytime you take public funding, I think that's a a fair question. I think the rationale that is being thrown out there is, you know, Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. is publicly funded. There's been talk about defunding Planned Parenthood, but I don't know that that has actually Mm -hmm. played out. But that the services that, like, Women's Care Clinic offers Mm -hmm. really are pretty similar. It is a medical facility. You have a physician, you have Mm -hmm. ultrasound, Mm -hmm. you have medical services, nurses that are taking place. Mm -hmm. The difference, of course, is they're not performing abortions. Well, and I I think that that's the, maybe that's the appeal to, I mean, I'm I'm kind of blown away with the three out of four people as well, but, but obviously they have, they have witnessed in some way how effective these uh, centers, these, you know, are, these agencies are. And, and, and I, you know, if, if, if that cry against abortion, as we saw in the other article, right. I mean, if it's true, then, then actually they're, they're, but, but I'm not so sure that it should be funded in in that way, mainly because of the restrictions that could be placed on it, but also because I just, I don't agree that, right. I'm not a big public funding of uh, religious or faith-based organizations, personally. I don't really want the government letting us know what we can or cannot do. He that giveth can take it away. That's right. That's right. I I had a conversation with someone that I respect, um, but she would be very liberal in her politics and her views. Um, Claims Christ, and I'm not doubting that, but uh, we had a really spirited conversation a couple of different times. Excuse me. About in her assessment why we need to keep Planned Parenthood. Okay, and and her thing is yes, I know they do abortions, but and then she's not publicly supporting of abortions. Right. So it's like right. I know I know they do that, but but then she ticked off all the things that supposedly Planned Parenthood does does. And let's face it, that much of their money comes from abortions. But, but right. let's say that's that's accurate, like ninety seven percent. Right. But that's exactly. Neither here so or there. so and and we talked through that. But her point was is we need Planned Parenthood because we need these services. And everyone she checked off, I said, did you know the Women's Care Clinic does yeah. that one and that one? And, and that I bet one they and did. And, and they didn't. Mm. And I said, most of these others do that one. And that. So yeah. basically, we have all of these others that do all of these things. They just simply protect the children right. and the family. Right. And and there was a point of at least momentary agreement of like, wow, maybe, maybe there's something to mm. that. Yeah. So that side being said is, I would not, though, support 
federal funding of something that again they could they could mandate what we do or don't do. Right. Okay. Well, hey, I think the big idea for me as I throw this out is, you know, in light of the sanctity of Human Life Sunday, in light of the fact that in Illinois, three of the four of us live in Illinois, and Illinois is an abortion haven, mm-hmm. this is still an issue that matters, and it's not first and foremost a political issue. Mm-hmm. It's first mm-hmm. and foremost a theological issue, right. and right. every life matters. And I think that we have opportunities to be beacons of light. Mm-hmm. And I've just mm-hmm. challenged people to be bold and to be courageous and to mm-hmm. be unafraid to let their light shine. You look at Tony Dungy. Mm-hmm. Tony Ooh, Dungy yeah. spoke yeah. at the March for Life. Yep. And they're trying to cancel him. Right. And what I, but what I love about it is the number of pro-life athletes mm-hmm. and influencers that are that have stepped yep. up since then right. and have said, "I'm with Tony. Right. I'm with him all the way." Yep. And uh, man, I'll tell you, he was on the air Saturday. I rarely say this. Good job, NBC. You know, I rarely <laughs> throw that out there, but I'm thankful that they stood behind him and mm-hmm. said, "You can still claim to fight for life mm-hmm. and be able to be a football commentator." Yep. Who would have thought this? would even be a question correct. right correct but um good for him well hey right. let's do this let's go to break when we come back i want to talk about hockey are you a hockey fan stephanie nope do you watch hockey at <laughs> I all okay not. i want to talk about hockey and the stand that one hockey player took right. and the uh response that followed it's thursday january 26th you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this introducing aunt b She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 26th. Greg and Steph with you as every Thursday morning with our friends Chris Lawler and Miles Clark. Now, next week, Steph, I'm sorry, go ahead. Where Why do you put me on the spot? 
like, what, what do you I, mean? am I the hockey fan? I well, mean, just because I'm know. a woman. I mean, I asked, are you guys? Yeah. Chris, like, like no. no. Well, you're my co-host. Oh, you know, I'm always so leaning it. on you. Oh, but, okay. But next week, you're not going to be with us. That's right. Grandma time. Is that Grammy right? Grandma time. That's right. Grammy so time. So hopefully you have a little better weather than 26 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, probably so. so. But hey, next week, the Bible Bistro guys are going to be with us. Awesome. We're going to pre-record. Cool. Yeah. So Garrett, you don't have to come in Thursday morning <laughs> next week. But Brian Johnson and Ryan Sarver are going to be in Danville on Wednesday doing some recording mm-hmm. for their podcast, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I don't know if you guys ever listen to that. That so, really is a great podcast. They do a great job mm-hmm. tackling guys, a lot of yeah. biblical issues. But we're going to pick their brain and see cool. what's new cool. with them. Um, hey, before I get into the story about the NHL, about hockey, um, <laughs> what's happening at Catlin? What's happening at Crossroads? Uh, give a little uh, information about your church if people want to check you out. Chris, you start. Yeah, um, we are. Uh, we, we're doing well. And and last week, a little bit of weather. We saw saw that in the numbers, but things are going well. We've started a series through the Book of Genesis, and and uh, I have referenced it. I've gone through it briefly, but I've never taken time to really walk through the whole book. And mm-hmm. and and we only have twelve weeks, so there'll still be things we have to skip. But already it's been a blessing for me to really have to dive into some of these things, but yeah. also to be able to take our time to hit some of the beginnings yes. um, and, and some of the, all of the theology, all of the major doctrine of the New Testament has its anchor in the book of Genesis yeah. and, is, and we mm-hmm. find Jesus yeah. in the book of Genesis. So it's actually been really good. Uh, we're only about four weeks in, so check back in eight weeks and see if our folks are done. But uh, well, you know, back, so far, so good. Back to our discussion that we started with today. You know, to me, when it comes to a theology of life, you've got to start at Genesis one twenty seven that we were created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. You know, male and female. Yeah, we were created the imago day, yeah. and so I think yeah. you're absolutely right. It's crucial yep. that we have a good uh, theological grasp yep. of the book of Genesis. Right. Miles, yeah. what's happening at Crossroads? Well, we're uh, in a series in Philemon, and that might surprise somebody. You're doing a series through Philemon, mm-hmm. but uh, we've called it a clean slate, um, kind of going along with the month of January, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, uh, uh, New Year's resolution, yeah. yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and then pointing out the fact that only Jesus can make those lasting changes mm-hmm. yeah. in us. And mm-hmm. and then we go to, in February, we're going to the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, yeah. verses 42 through 47, yeah. a series called Traveling uh, light in a heavy world. Oh, I like it. And how we help each other with, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the daily things. Ben Woods yeah. is going to be with us the yeah. third week. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, ben and Crystal. They have a powerful yeah. story yeah. of yeah. tragedy mm-hmm. and healing yeah. in the midst of that. Yeah. Well, that's so, great. And then uh, we also, uh, we just have been blessed by a young man from <laughs> Second, Tegan Good one is Absolutely. with us, is and my my daughter is just relieved. Yeah, she's been filling in for a couple, couple years, years, right? Yeah. yeah, and so Tegan uh, uh, led this past week. Great, I mean, just great job. Looking yeah. forward to it. He's a great and, young man. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I've known him since he was born. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Steph, we are uh, this Sunday wrapping up what we're calling right. Mission Month. Right. Talk a little bit about the testimony that we heard on Sunday. Well, at in the Second main auditorium, Church. we heard from Trinidad Hernandez, who just, you know, had such a powerful life transformation from, you know, coming to a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, from like living, you know, a gang life. And, yeah. you know, just something that we, most of us are just, it's yeah. not at all on our radar. Right. And how his cousin actually introduced yeah. him to Jesus. And then just the, the change in his family, you know, by starting to attend church and, 
it, seeds that were planted along yeah. the way that that took root and grew, and then how yeah. his wife Brenda um, came to accept Christ, and their kids are involved. Sweet in church. girls, man. Yeah. yeah. So really a neat story. So. And in Next Gen, they had a powerful testimony. Absolutely. Tanner Brown, mm-hmm. a young man, mm-hmm. kind of made a spur of the moment decision to follow Jesus right. and be baptized at Easter right. last year, and uh, it's been a story of just radical lifestyle mm-hmm. change. And mm-hmm. I think any time you have a story yes. to tell yes. along those lines, mm-hmm. I think it's more powerful yeah. than our preaching. We mm-hmm. like to think that you know it's your your sermon, which I, I love the proclamation of God's word. But when I think you can actually put a face up there and sure. say, "I was running with the gang," mm-hmm. or "I was you know just lost in alcoholism," and mm-hmm. today I am a new creation. Today mm-hmm. I'm inviting anyone and everyone that I can. I just think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't think that you should say that it's. M- more powerful, the story. I mean, what you guys do in preaching and declaring the word is so important, but when you can attach a story with it, it just, I think, multiplies or magnifies the point that you're trying Mm -hmm. to make. I think that's good. I don't remember who said it It wasn't me, but I'll claim it, um, is if you want me to know the truth, tell me the truth. That's right. If you want me to love the truth, tell me a story. Yeah. And I I think there's room for the idea of proclamation of truth so we're rooted, but sometimes to put the face with it then brings it home in a different way. I think we need them both. I think that's the model of Jesus. You know, Mm -hmm. Jesus, there were times he was, you know, giving doctrine, if you want Mm -hmm. to say. There were times he was telling stories. And I think people were drawn to the stories. Now, I think the danger with that is I know some people that are saying, give me the stories of Jesus, but you can keep all that doctrine and you can keep all the, mm-hmm. you know, how I'm supposed to live, just tell me stories. True. And I think, good point, Steph. It's not either or, it's both that's, and. That's right. That's where the balance comes in. I think through preaching, that's exactly, we present we present doctrine. Right, right. And truth. And, yep. and, and, and then people, you know, demonstrate the story. I mean, they, they live mm-hmm. out the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. At risk of derailing you, but I got to tell it. Do it. Worked with a, with a minister once, won't say when or where, great yeah. guy. But uh, he had someone complain to him that he used too many stories in the Bible, and they just kept saying, just preach the Bible, just preach the Bible, just preach the Bible. So he went to a bookstore, bought a brand new Bible, (laughs) took a Sharpie, and marked out every single story, just rubbed it out from Old New Testament and New Testament, and marked it out and gave it to this complainer and said, you'll love this Bible. It's the one with no stories. And you can imagine, especially the New Testament, so much of the Old Testament story, there wasn't much left. I don't know how that landed, but uh, I love the boldness. (laughs) Yeah, blessed are the complainers is that maybe a 10th beatitude i don't know opinions 12 or something hey hey, real quick i want to talk about something that happened in the world of hockey so you know many of your sports franchises are having pride night Mm -hmm. and you know the idea behind it is we want to just celebrate um inclusivity we want to celebrate this idea that we have that you know everybody is being welcomed and everybody's Mm -hmm. being embraced and the philadelphia flyers one of their recent um ice hockey games against i believe the anaheim ducks had pride night and they asked all of their players to wear a special rainbow pride jersey Mm -hmm. during warm-ups and one of their players defenseman ivan provorov um said i'm not going to wear the jersey and I'm not going to participate in the pregame skate. Mm-hmm. And asked afterwards, here's what he said, I respect everyone. I respect everyone's choices. My choice mm-hmm. is to stay true to myself and to my religion. Um, people lost their minds. Sure, yep. they, they absolutely yep. went crazy. There were suggestions that he should be banned permanently, lifetime, from playing hockey. 
Okay, there were recommendations that the Philadelphia Flyers, because they weren't going to discipline him, be fined a million dollars and not be allowed to be in the playoffs this year. Here's what his coach said. His coach said he's being true to himself and his religion. It's one thing that I respect about Provy. He's always true to himself. There were calls that that coach be fired and never be allowed to coach again. Right. Now, I look at this and I think to myself, doesn't he have the right? To yes. say, mm-hmm. I don't want to participate. I don't want to wear the jersey. Yes, he does. Um, yep. wh- wh- what do we do with this? Steph, what do you think? You look uh, confounded well, I'm right if, now. If I were, um, if I if I were LGBTQ, if I yep. if if that was my person, if that was me, yes, how would I feel about it? Yeah, how would you feel? Do you think? I I personally may feel. I wish this guy would participate. I okay. wish this guy would get on board. You know. Mm-hmm. But. I don't. I don't understand why someone yeah. you, someone else has to think the way I think. Right. Right. I mean, he's not speaking against them. He's not mistreating. Right. But, but I'm just trying to think if I yeah. were of that persuasion, yeah. how I would feel. But yeah. I think we're so we are so about our feelings. Yeah. yeah. Get out. I yeah. think we have to get. I. Yeah. You don't believe what I believe. I'm right. not going to wear what you wear, and you're not. It's like the Jesus Save shirt last right. week that we right. talked about. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys familiar with that incident or not? Mall of America, a guy showed up wearing a shirt that Mm -hmm. said Jesus saves on the front and Jesus Mm -hmm. is the only way on the back. Mm -hmm. And he was told by the mall cops, which who knew there were still mall (laughs) cops, but he was told by the mall cops, you have to change your shirt or you can't stay. Mm -hmm. Now, he called their bluff. Mm -hmm. And in full disclosure, he'd been there a week before and he was like aggressively stopping customers and, you know, trying to evangelize. And I, I think that that can be out of bounds. I mean, I think right. we ought to share our faith, but I think the Bible says to do it with gentleness and yes. respect, and I don't think that's respectful. But um, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's a dangerous, slippery slope yes. if you say everybody has to do this. Kroger, I don't know if you remember this, last year got in a lot of trouble because they mandated that every employee wear a pride mm-hmm. name badge, mm-hmm. and two employees said, I'm not going to do it, and they were fired, and they sued. And again, I never like to hear stories about people suing, but they sued and they won. Right. And they said, you should not have to endorse something that yep. goes against your conscience. Well, That's right. And, and I mean, think about, and and again, Christians must learn how to have respectful dialogue with people we, with whom we disagree. And, that, and certainly this player has, it hasn't done anything disrespectful, but at the core of pride and the 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 agenda and the and the march and all of those things isn't isn't the core of that to say we celebrate who we are. Yes, that's right. And again, I may, I may disagree with the the you know with the lifestyle right. and all those things, but but if that is the chant, if that is the mantra, if that is the center of of we celebrate and have pride in who we are, um, then it is a, a huge hypocrisy. Yeah. To say, but you also must violate who you are, Mr. Yeah. Hockey player. Yeah. In order to to validate, to validate us, me. right, That's right, right, and and so he doesn't have a choice. Is what some are saying. That is what right. they're saying. Yeah. And and, yeah. and I think the the hypocrisy is is um, unavoidable. Right, it's, it's blatant. Right. I think I think it even goes beyond hypocrisy. I think it's lunacy. I mean, it's it, they're lunatics. Right. I mean, to, right. to to think in that manner and that that a person doesn't have the right to stand up for what they believe and. As, as Chris, well, as we, 
all have pointed out, he did it in a very yeah. He he was respectful. Absolutely. He was not disrespectful. He did nothing. He simply avoided right. doing. And anything. if you see the yeah. interview, the media members are trying to dig deeper, and he said, "That's all I'm going to say. Right. This is if you want to talk hockey, I'll talk about the hockey game. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to stay true to myself and my religion. End of statement. Right. Let it go. Right. And for whatever reason, when you talk about lunacy, I think the fringe they are loons. But back to your point, what would somebody feel like? I think the vast majority of people would say, "I just want to live my life. Mm-hmm. Well, and- I just." want to do my thing and i'm thinking i would say well i'm i'm glad they're at least they're recognizing and right at, they're right. having this moment or whatever i don't right. know but why do we have to have 100 percent participation right you know, Just, in, in the midst of the George Floyd murder and mm-hmm. the protest that took place, I don't know if you guys remember this or sure. not, but the NBA, for several, several games, everybody was kneeling during the national anthem. Right. African-American player Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic refused to kneel. Mm-hmm. He said, I only kneel for Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they wanted to cancel him. Right. And, and he said, no, you know, I'm not going along with everybody else. Are you guys Seinfeld fans? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you remember the the Kramer with the AIDS ribbon episode? Oh yeah. You need to go back and watch that. Yes. And you know yes. Kramer, is, and again Seinfeld, who, who really cares? But he's going to an AIDS march, yeah. and he's paid his money. He's going to walk, but he doesn't want to wear the ribbon. Right. And he is accosted. You have to wear the ribbon, and they do it in a humorous right. way. But it's almost like that's a prophecy that's yeah, come right. true yeah. right. in a lot yeah. of ways. So yeah. um, again, I, I think one of the blessings of living in America is having that freedom Amen. and i i compliment this player that i know nothing about that is saying i'm going to be true to myself and i'm not using this as an opportunity to get on a soapbox mm-hmm. i'm just going to not wear the jersey i'm going to not do the skate and i'm going to get on with my life mm-hmm. so that's enough about that and they well, won they won the game didn't they they did win yeah, five to two game, so, so so what's that mean i don't know. okay I don't all right it means anything well i figured being the hockey connoisseur that you are <laughs> i read the article you could tell you us all me, about so. it way to go way to go hey let's go to break when we come back i want to talk about what's happening with christianity all over the world and there's really a lot of bad news it's direct line thursday january 26 greg and steph with our friends chris lawler and miles clark and we'll be right back after this robinson chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care robinson chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. 
SIPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, January 26th. It's Greg and Steph with our friends Miles Clark and Chris Lawler and Stephanie. We could not do Direct Line without some awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Yeah, we're thankful for the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Deja Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, the team at Hans Tankwash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. And uh, just kind of a preview of the next several shows. Next week, we've got the Bible Bistro guys. The week after that, Pastor Ryan Harris and Pastor Dave Anderson from the Assembly of God Mm -hmm. and the Nazarene Church are going to be with us on February 16th, Bill Knight and Dean Crandall are going to be in here and two of our sponsors Mm -hmm. and then on the 23rd i'm excited that jackie vinson who is running for mayor is going to be with us and we're working hard to get mayor williams in uh in Mm -hmm. march we'd love to hear from both of them and just kind of hear their journey and hear their story and let them make the case why they uh either want to remain as mayor or become mayor Mm -hmm. and so uh get all your questions ready stephanie hey i just really liked the the video that was released at step up of the one that good City of Danville, yeah. and, and that was yeah. really good. Vermilion Advantage worked hard. That's our buddy, Phil Joya. Right, He right. did a great job along those lines. And you know what? I'll share that later today. I have not shared that yeah. yet. I've seen it and, on a lot of different posts on social media, but it's really good. You know, one of the challenges that we have, just being honest and transparent, mm-hmm. is so many of the people that live in this city and live in this county speak very poorly about mm-hmm. where they live. You know, we're our own worst enemy <laughs> sure. in many ways. Sure. And I know Vermilion Advantage is trying to say, mm-hmm. what's yeah. tell the good yeah let's share the story i'll make the case i'm an outdoor recreation guy you you have oh, it as man. good as it gets in the midwest yeah, right here right here in vermilion county i really believe that you that can video pick, highlights that. oh absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think sometimes well it's not sometimes a lot of times negativity wins the day sure. and we need to change that we need some positivity mm. That's and right. so it was good stuff, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Hey, um, going from good to bad, unfortunately, <laughs> an article came out um, talking about how Christian persecution around the world is higher than ever. Mm-hmm. And there's an organization called Open Doors. I don't know if you guys are mm-hmm. familiar with that or not, but they uh, produce a watch list mm-hmm. every year of the 50 most dangerous places in the world to be. And just reading some of the stories of persecution, mm-hmm. it's absolutely heartbreaking breaking. Now, we talked about this NHL player and, you know, Steph and I for really as long as Direct Line's been on the air, I have shared about my concern about rights being infringed upon in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and religious liberty and freedom being at risk. But that's nothing like what's no, happening right. in places like right. Nigeria mm-hmm. or Afghanistan or India. Mm-hmm. And so I guess a question for you guys, what do we do with the fact that 
we really do have it good here in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've had some pretty strong opinions today, and I know there's some people that go to my church that they would disagree with some mm-hmm. of the things that I've said, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be locked up sure. when right. I get done with this show today. Um, I'm not going to be removed from leadership mm-hmm. today. But you know, if I was in China mm-hmm. and I said uh, about one of their leaders what I shared about our vice president, I, I might not go on the air ever again. Mm-hmm. So what do we do with that, Chris? What do you think? I think uh, the, the thing that came to my mind when you sent the the notes out for the show is that we always tell people, you know, when counseling or people come and talk to us, they say, well, you know, but I know I don't have it as bad as someone else or whatever. Yeah. And my encouragement to them is don't minimize where you are in order to also recognize, you know, that someone else maybe is going through something tough. And so I do think that that obviously the American Christian has no idea um, experientially what it's like to be persecuted on the level of other people in other nations. Yeah. But I would say that there's a growing pressure. Yeah. And I think that's strategic. And, you know, I'm, I believe that there is an enemy, the devil, and I, I believe he's real. But also there are people that, that are part of all of this is that there is a strategic pressure yeah. um, in Christianity to see where we cave and where we don't. But ultimately, I would say that most of us in the U.S. have never tasted this kind of true persecution. persecution. That's right. Yeah. Whereas life, liberty, job, yeah. family, and yeah. none of those things. And so, and mm-hmm. I do think that we can and should take strength yeah. from our brothers and sisters in the world who stand firm. Often, yeah. Oftentimes, their prayer is not that yeah. that God would deliver them, but He would strengthen them right. in their persecution. So, when I feel right. persecuted, right. maybe maybe my role should be. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, th- I think I'm being pressured, and yeah. will I cave or will I stand? Yeah. yeah. Miles, what do you think? Yeah, um, I, I like the idea of not minimizing what's happening here. I mean, you know, the worst thing that right now can happen to an individual is that they are canceled, and we've talked about that—the right. cancel culture, <laughs> right? Um, for their for their beliefs, but that we shouldn't minimize it to the point that we miss that it's sliding towards other things. Right. Right. Um, and so I, I think we, I think we should, you know, rise up and take note of our brothers and sisters uh, around the world who are being persecuted to the point of death, mm. to the point of being ostracized from their, you know, their families they're removed from their jobs. But, um, but also uh, I remember in, in at Lincoln, um, and I can't remember who produced this, but it had to do with the the church around the world and how it was persecuted. It yeah. was in uh, Introduction to World Missions. Mm. Yeah. And we were given yeah. this this booklet that daily yeah. we were to pray. Yeah. Mm. And and I think I think one of the things here our responsibility is to pray for our brothers and sisters in other nations mm-hmm. yeah. who are being persecuted to this point. Um that they indeed be strengthened. Yeah. Yep. And yep. And so I think we get sometimes get so caught up in in here yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that we forget about the kingdom. That's right. And and people who are suffer, truly suffering, suffering for the kingdom. Suffering. Yeah. I think it's developing a theology that's bigger than six one eight three two. That's yeah. our zip code in Danville. And I yeah. think sometimes all we can see is right here. And stuff for me, when we hear from monthly mission partners, mm-hmm. we had a, a mm-hmm. brother and sister with us from India. We can't mm-hmm. even say their name right. on the air. Right. Um, yeah. And you know they left America and went home and faced persecution. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even go to their home state. Yeah. I mean. 
I mean, um, simply because they preach Jesus, right? Simply because they are Christ followers, and India radical Hinduism mm-hmm. is winning the day. Um, I'm just reminded how good we truly have it. You have any thoughts? I just Steph? like the last quote in the article that you sent out. It says, "I would say to America, American Christians, that relative to many, many places in the world, you have extraordinary freedom. Use it well." Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's key. So, open doors mm-hmm. is a great resource, and Miles, you know what you shared from our days at Lincoln, you can have that same type of experience with Open Doors where they give you detailed information. Steph and I went through a rooted prayer experience. Gosh, what was that last spring sometime in March or April? And we prayed through part of that. I spent my whole time praying over that, right. you know, just mm-hmm. what's happening in Nigeria, what's happening in North Korea, right. what's happening in Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing that I want to just throw out, and this is a way far down the road, but once again, we are going to be hosting something called Secret Church mm-hmm. on Friday, April 21. David Platt yep. from McLean Bible Church um, has this experience every year. It goes from like 6 p.m. to midnight, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you a taste of what many Christians have to experience week in, week mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to have you come and be a part of it if you want to. Chris Robinson, one of our elders, is kind of, and one of our sponsors, is one of the driving forces behind this. And, you know, he said um, last year, you know, Platt is just throwing down just and then Afghanistan was the mm-hmm. emphasis and all that's happening mm-hmm. since uh you know the debacle of our leaving and the persecution mm-hmm. that's taken place but he said we get to midnight and you're thinking man I made it mm-hmm. and Platt went another 35 minutes he mm-hmm. kept going and you're just like oh my goodness but then you you think to myself there's brothers and sisters in Christ they wouldn't be saying oh my goodness they'd be saying keep going yep. right. you know yep. right. we yep. only can get together so often don't stop mm-hmm. they meet all night long wow. so that's Friday April 21st at Second Church. If you want more information about that, hit me up, Greg, at secondchurch.com. Do Chris? I have any time? Do I have a second? You do. I Absolutely. would say one of the reasons, and you talk about what gets you in trouble, if any of my folks listen, not, <laughs> not, I'm not going to call Catlin, I'm going to call the Christian culture out as, honestly, I think one of the reasons that the church in America is not being actively persecuted at the level of other places is because we don't stand yeah. for, and I'm not talking yeah. politically, you yeah. know, like rah, rah, it's we cave right. and we acquiesce right. and we are weak in theology yeah. and we complain. Like, I mean, there's this sense of, of entitlement just, of we're what, do I, yeah, we're what do I, what do yeah. I care most about in my faith? Well, yeah. make sure they have a good talk and, mm-hmm. you know, take care of my family. Like those right. things are fine, but I really think that there is a sense that we're not worried about losing much because to many of us, our faith doesn't. Really, right. it doesn't mean much, right. and and I'm not saying nobody, right? But I look and I think sometimes there's this idea that in Christianity in America, yeah, I'm I have a religious background or I'm comfortable yeah. with my faith, but it really doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. It yeah. really, yeah. I'm leading a Bible study on Tuesday mornings called Oasis, and it's been around for man decades. Mm-hmm. And there's just been this real growth that's taken place. We had 76 Mm -hmm. in Oasis Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. but we're going through the book of Philippians Mm -hmm. and we were in the last part of chapter one. And Mm -hmm. this whole idea that Paul is saying to the Philippian Christians, you need to have courage Mm -hmm. in the face of adversity. And I think that's a message today. Mm -hmm. Um, We're so afraid (laughs) that if we take a stand, someone might not like us or someone might say something bad about us. And it just, um, it's an interesting time. I'll I'll just leave it at that. 
involve me in the wrong side of history. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And again, I think we need to do it with gentleness and respect. Yep. Yeah. I think we need to, you know, have that that modeling of Christian character, but boldness and courageousness, mm-hmm. those were staples yes. of guys yeah, yep. like Peter and John and, you know, Stephen and Philip and Paul and Barnabas. And, Bonhoeffer. And by, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Aren't you glad that a guy like Wilberforce took a stand, that a guy like yeah. Bonhoeffer yeah. took a stand? That's right. right. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. I've got a great good news segment for our final point today. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 26th, and we'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg with our friends Miles and Chris from Crossroads and uh, Catlin. We're glad that you guys spent the day with us. Yeah, thanks. Made it in safely this morning in the yes. snow. Yes. Yeah. Glad to have you here. Well, it's been a great show. And just a couple things on the way out. You guys know the name Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. When you think mm-hmm. Elon Musk, you may think Twitter. Or you may think, is it SpaceX? Space is that yeah. his thing? Yeah. But he's probably made his biggest splash with Twitter, I would mm-hmm. say, more than anything. And he was quoted this year, I think in an offhand remark, but it's something that Steph and I talked about briefly. He, he flippantly said that he's okay with going to hell. He's not a believer, and he's okay with going to hell. Mm-hmm. Um Does he really have any idea the magnitude of that statement, I'm okay with going to hell. And I guess my question for you guys, have you ever had anybody oh, yeah. say that to yeah. you? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I yeah, made a absolutely. hospital call years ago at the request of a, a woman in our church, and she was divorced and had a heart still for her ex-husband. And um, long story short, dying of, of liver failure. I mean, he's yellow, mm. honestly. And I just I, I laid the gospel out and reminded him it's not too late. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was basically what he said. I've made my bed. 
Yeah. And I, I think hell's going to be just fine. Yeah. And yeah. I just, it was just tragic. And I said, yeah. can I pray for you? And he said, no, you can't no. pray for me. And then he had some very choice <laughs> words for me yep. about leaving his yep. hospital room. But what yep. do you say to somebody that has yeah. that idea? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm okay with hell. What do you think? I, I think it, whether this is what I would say to the person in the moment is I think from a, from a, a foundational standpoint is I really think that people say that about hell for the same reason that, that sometimes we say things about heaven is we think uh, that heaven's not going to be that good. Yeah. And we think hell's not going to be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have a bad understanding of both. Right. And I think we. Is it because we, we don't read the Bible maybe, enough? Maybe. I think so. And, and, and talking about proclaimers of truth. Yeah. Um, do preachers make a point of really preaching on it yeah. and teaching yeah. and helping people have a strong theological theological background? Yeah. But I think I would have someone if they were there is describe for me what do you think hell is? Right. Yeah. Right. Miles, what do you think, man? Yeah, exactly. I think I, I think they have they just have no clue. And and I to answer Chris's I, I suppose a question there. Do we do a sufficient job? Yeah. Of describing yeah. what what hell or even what heaven uh, will be like. And when you I love say the way describe, you when you say describe, I mean, what did Jesus say about it? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, what does the Weeping book of Revelation say yeah. about it? This is eternal, not what you think or what I think. suffering, but they think yeah. it's going to be a party. Kiss is going to play it every, yeah. you know, every night. And I mean, seriously, I mean, I people yeah. people actually think things like right. that, that right. they'll party there. Yeah. They'll, they'll rule with the devil. Mm. Well, yeah. No, right. you won't. Right. And, right. And neither will the devil. Right. Neither yeah. will the devil. That's right. right. Steph, um, most controversial sermon in 2022 at Second Church, probably mm. without a doubt, was our friend Gary Johnson. <laughs> he be. preached mm-hmm. on what happens five minutes mm-hmm. after I die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he addressed the issue of the rapture and what did Jesus actually mm-hmm. say. And uh, there were a lot of people that that was not what they had grown up with. Maybe you even, that was not Correct. what you'd grown up with. And so we've invited him to right. come back yeah. for a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. He's going to be with us on Saturday, mm-hmm. May the 6th from 830 to 11. He's written a book mm-hmm. on, you know, what's the Bible say about heaven? What's the Bible say about hell? And he's mm-hmm. going to give that presentation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say to somebody. Right. Is, will you right. give us two and a half hours yep. on that Saturday mm-hmm. morning and come with an open heart and an open mind mm-hmm. and see where that goes? Mm-hmm. So any thoughts, Stefani? Well, I just I just think we don't maybe it's I mean, it's 100 percent sure we're going to die. So mm. the, the stats are you're going to die. Gallup did a poll that found yeah. that one out of every one person right. will wow. die someday. Well, and I think when you've watched a loved one die, yeah. I mean, I watched my sister die. Yeah. It is a very, it's final. Yeah. I mean, unless you're there and you see it, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that if you don't see someone die, it's not final. But when you watch it happen, it's it's final. And I don't know that we th- think in terms of finality our life we're just always thinking about what's next what's yeah. what are we going to do next mm-hmm. what's what's on the agenda yeah. and that is on our agenda we will die but i'll tell you <laughs> i've been in the room when believers died uh-huh. and it's yeah. sad and there's yeah. tears yeah. but there is still that anticipation oh, i want to see my loved one again definitely. and i've been in rooms where it's someone that's a kind of a vocal non-believer mm-hmm. you know almost um mm-hmm. an antagonist of the faith mm-hmm. and Man, it's as somber as it gets, yeah. quite honestly. Those are hard yeah. funerals, quite honestly, yeah. to have to do. So let's end on a happy note. Okay. Yeah. Good news yeah. segment. Uh, Celebrate Recovery this week was absolutely incredible. Steph and your team, you had a stage full of people. It was wonderful, wonderful evening. We sang that song, I Speak Jesus. Oh, I don't know that I'd even heard that. Is Good it a song. new? Pretty it's new? Fair, yeah, it's very new. And I've just fallen in love I with it too. so much. But Pastor.
Pastor Randy Taylor of Living Water Church here in town spoke. I thought he did a phenomenal job, so engaging. And I share that because his church has started doing a Celebrate Recovery right. on Thursday evenings mm, right. at 6.30 p.m. And so for a lot of people, maybe Tuesday doesn't work. Right. You know, we're at Second Church on Tuesdays, but I love the fact that there is another Celebrate Absolutely. Recovery in town. I think mm-hmm. they're on William Street, yeah. Thursday at 6.30. Rescue Us meets on Friday evenings mm-hmm. at Grace Community Church. It's a reminder that um, lots of opportunities, mm-hmm. so don't wallow in your yeah. hurts and your hang-ups right. and your habits. Mm-hmm. Lean into your higher power, Jesus Christ, That's and right. your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ mm-hmm. and get better. That's right. Yeah. All That's right. right. Well, hey, on behalf of Chris Lawler and Miles Clark and Stephanie and Garrett, the sound guy, we're saying <laughs> thanks Garrett. for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.